Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thursday night, Thursday night, I think the Colts are going to kick the living hell out of the Broncos. I know I said something similar last week, but I'm pretty sure I'm right this week, and I'll give you a couple of reasons why. We're going to talk about Jonathan Taylor and the injuries to several Colts and why I think that Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to play. We will talk about Andrew Luck. Why was he trending today? I think it should stop. What's going on with Andrew Luck should just stop. And I mean that in a bunch of different directions we'll talk about. We're going to talk about Jim Ursay. What floats Jim Ursay's boat? What makes Jim Ursay really, really impatient? Is he impatient? Why? And how can he correct it? We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about average time to throw because I think it's important. And I think it's a statistic that is misused by a lot of people in the media. We're going to talk about that too. And so much more. What does it mean when the Colts are able to score on their first drive? We'll talk about that. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Tuesday, August 4th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR, you go to BUSR.com, BUSR.com, backslash Kent. You make an initial deposit. They will match that initial deposit in free play up to 1000 bucks. And if you deposit over a hunch, they give you $25 in casino chips for you to go to the casino. Have a, have a good time. Their online casino. I love BUSR. Again, go to BUSR.com backslash Kent. Deposit, deposit, deposit. All right. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Ring the bell if you want a notification every time. A little ding, ding, ding. Every time we go live. And if you want to make a donation, we put it right back into the show. We buy prizes for the people who watch, and we upgrade the technology periodically. Uh, We always enjoy doing that. All right. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about injuries. Uh, Shaq Leonard, out for this Thursday. He's suffering from the concussion. He's in the protocol. He's also got a broken nose. And if you saw the picture uh, of Shaq being attended to by the trainer, you could tell. There's a lot of blood. He's got a broken nose. 
was it a broken nose that required like a, a re-jiggering? That's going to be a uh, an important part of his availability moving forward. And you got Taekwon Lewis also in the concussion protocol. He's not going to play Thursday. Jonathan Taylor says he is hopeful he's going to play Thursday. And I'll tell you why it's really likely he's going to. Because the Colts have the best ankle guy in the world in their building working on Jonathan Taylor and others getting things balanced. I have seen him go to work on my son. Well, my son thought he wasn't going to be able to play in a basketball tournament, and he really wanted to play in the basketball tournament. He missed one game. And and so this guy went to work on him. He came in in a boot, really unable to put a lot of weight on the ankle. 45 minutes later, he's running up and down the hall virtually pain-free. That's what this guy can do. I'm not going to explain the physiology because it's a little bit complicated, but the swelling goes from problematic and an immobilizing force in the ankle to being gone, and it happens very quickly. You can almost watch the swelling dissipate. Jonathan Taylor, I got a good feeling he's going to be able to play on Thursday night in Denver, and I think that this is the kind of team they got pretty good edge guys. Randy Gregory may not play, the Hamilton Southeastern graduate. The guys on the interior defensive line, not terribly good. They got good quarters. Broncos have good quarters, but the guts of that defense, not very good. All right, so I think the Colts got a good chance. Andrew Luck was trending today. I was like, why is Andrew Luck trending again? People get angry with Andrew Luck, and not only do they get angry with Andrew Luck, they get angry with Jim Irsay. Somehow is Jim Irsay today. It was his turn to get blamed for Andrew Luck retiring at the age of 29 in 2019 with 15 days to go until the season opener. All right. A lot of people have blamed Ryan Grigson for not putting a decent offensive line in front of Andrew Luck, and that's the reason. He got the hell kicked out of him, so he wound up retiring from football. Now it's Jim Irsay. It's his fault. How about this? Instead of blaming somebody for Andrew Luck's retirement at the age of 29, how about... We credit Andrew Luck and his wife for making a really responsible decision with Andrew Luck's health. How about we do that? How about we turn this never-ending negative, it's been over three years, let it go, and we turn it into a positive when we say good for Andrew Luck, who decided to remain healthy for his family, his wife, his kids. Everybody's happy in the Luck family. It's wonderful. Let's give credit to Andrew Luck instead of looking for people to point at and blame. What are we doing? Stop it. All right. Uh, Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay. He's impatient. Somebody tweets, you know, okay. And they credit it to Peter King. And Peter King's like, I, I, I never said that. Of course, Jim Irsay's impatient. Jim Irsay was born impatient. He's going to die impatient. And every day in between, he's going to be impatient. However, here's the metric by which, and he cares about winning. I do not mean to imply he doesn't care about winning, nor should you infer that I'm saying he doesn't care about winning. But what he really cares about, as is the case for every business manager who's ever owned a business, he cares about revenue. And he cares about hope, specifically. You want to know what gets coaches fired? The lack of hope. 
in a fan base because non-hopeful fans do not renew season tickets. They don't say, man, I got to reach into my pocket and buy swag. I got to reach into my pocket and take my kid to the game. They don't say that. They say, wow, this is just a waste of time. We have no interest in this at all because there's no hope. So what the Colts do and what everybody, I mean, this is true about any business. You, when you walk into a business, you have hope that you are going to get the goods or services that you require in order to continue being a customer. The goods or services here, that's a winning football team. So what the Colts do every year is they go out and they get another quarterback for people to say, hey, Matt Ryan's coming to town. This is good news. The Colts are going to win. And then when that doesn't work anymore, they fire the coach. Fired Pagano. What Pagano was pretty coy in doing was firing coordinators, right? He went through some coordinators, didn't he? As the coordinators changed out, fans, their hope was renewed. Matt Eberflus goes to the Bears, right? Gus Bradley comes into town. We hear all kinds of great things about Gus Bradley and that cover three or the, you know, the Seattle three. Isn't it wonderful? that we got Gus Bradley, he creates pressure without blitzing. This is fantastic. We have hope. That's what it takes. With Eberflus, there's no hope. This team and this fan base, more importantly than the team, we don't know where the team's at in their own heads, but the fan base has a raging case of Frank Riotitis. Big case of Frank Riotitis. Frank Reich does, that, he, does he inspire the team? I don't know. He does not inspire fans. And because he doesn't inspire fans, that is a problem for Jim Irsay. You lose and you don't inspire. Ooh, that's tough to overcome. Chris Ballard? Chris Ballard started doing something this year that I thought was weird, and that was get defensive. He got defensive, right? Kevin Bowen asking about uh, receiver depth. I, I like our room. I really like our room. Well, not enough to hold on to Desmond Patman, I guess, part of that room. Chase McLaughlin has been elevated to the 53-man roster because you can only promote a guy from the practice squad three times without rostering him, so they have to roster him for this week. And adios Des Patman. Now, he might wind up being on the practice squad if nobody picks him up. If nobody claims him, the Colts would like to re-sign him, sign him to the practice squad. There's an opening because Chase McLaughlin has been elevated. That's Ursay's thing. Ursay's thing is cash. It's revenue. That's how it works. Winning is a part of, of making money. Winning is also important to Jim Ursay, but not as important as making money. And being able to do the good with the money that he does with that money, with the KTS, you know, kick the stigma. Not Kent Thomas Sterling. I, they've got the KTS Foundation. I thought, my God, the Colts, they're so thrilled with my work that they're, they're going to pour money to me through this foundation with my initials, KTS. No, it's to help people who are mentally ill. Why not me, I ask. Clearly I'm mentally ill, some measure, at any rate. I digress. They do a lot of good things with the cash, and they enjoy doing the good things with the cash, but you need the cash in order to do the good things, and so you've got to project some kind of air of hope 
and build a positive expectation in order to ring the bell and get the cash. That's Jim Irsay. All right, average time to throw. I want to talk about average time to throw because I think it's important. People look at average time to throw and they say, my God, look at this quarterback. He, he gets 2.9 seconds to throw. That's a lot of time. That's a good thing. No, 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 no. The good thing is when guys get it out quick. That's what's good. When guys hold on to it long, that's a problem. All right, I'll give you some examples, okay? 2018, Andrew Luck, his uh, average time to throw was 2.63 seconds. That's ninth in the NFL. Rivers and Brady that year, just ahead of Luck at 2.62. And I'm going to keep bringing up Phillip Rivers. You're going to hear why. All right, Jacoby Brissett, the following year in 2019, 38th. There are only 32 starting quarterbacks. He was 38th with 2.93 seconds to throw. Phillip Rivers, number five at 2.63. In 2020, right here in Indianapolis, Phillip Rivers, number six in the NFL, 2.52. How about that? In 2021, Carson Wentz, number 26 at 2.83. This year, Matt Ryan, number 20 at 2.78 after last year being at 2.77. So what I'm trying to tell you, Brady being at 2.62, and then Brady actually being number one this year for Tampa, this is kind of a protection. uh, Protection doesn't matter as much. Doesn't matter what team you play on or what offensive line you play behind. Quick quarterbacks get the ball out in a hurry, and slow quarterbacks get the ball out. It takes them a long time, no matter where they play. Matt Ryan in Atlanta, Matt Ryan here, virtually the same guy. Jacoby Brissett, this year is at 2.92. Here, he was at 2.93 in 2019. Virtually the same number. Phillip Rivers here, 2.52. Rivers uh, ranked fifth and seventh in the NFL the two previous years. You either get the ball out quick or you don't get the ball out quick. And if you don't get the ball out quick, that opens you up for all kinds of chaos and all kinds of hell that result in turnovers, fumbles, and uh, uh, interceptions and sacks. You get rid of it quickly and decisively, good things happen. What I would look for if I'm the Indianapolis Colts and I'm looking for my next quarterback, I look at average time to throw. I want a guy who gets it out of his hand in a hurry. It's not about putting together an offensive line that's going to allow a guy 2.9 seconds in the pocket. That's not it. Spirit Walk, thank you so much for the donation. Oh, for Julian, my milkshakes. That's a wonderful That's a wonderful thing. Thank you very much. Makes me very happy. Really, really nice of you. Spirit Walk, very, very generous. Very, very nice. Appreciate it. Um, Want to tell you this. So that's the deal with average time to throw. Quick quarterbacks get it out quick no matter who they play for. And slow quarterbacks get it out slowly no matter who they play for. You need a quick quarterback. You need a quarterback who's going to be decisive. Last year, the Colts scored 10 points in, in their first drive in their first seven games. 10 total points, a field goal and a touchdown. This year, the Colts have scored seven points on their first drive 
in just four games. People continue to compare Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. I get it. Wentz, 10 points, scored on that first drive in his first seven games. Not great. Uh, And again, this year, Matt Ryan, seven points total in four games, just one touchdown. That was against the Chiefs. Colts, this year, when they score on that first drive, they're 1-0. When they turn the ball over via fumble once, via interception once, they are 0-2. When they uh, go 3-and-out, they're 0-0-1. They got the one tie. All right, last year, 5-4 when they score on their first drive, 4-4 when they don't. I think it's a pretty meaningless statistic, to tell you the truth. I don't think it's a bellwether for success or failure. But I think on Thursday night, as you watch that game, you're going to see a Colts team that reflects their level of effort when the bright lights are shining. In prime time, over the last five games, in, on, at night, Monday night football, Sunday night football, Thursday night football, they're 4-1. and one. The one game they lost was that overtime game to Tennessee. I think the Colts got a hell of a chance this weekend to raise some hell up in the Mile High City. I think they got a good shot. I think they're going to win that game. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to play. There you go. Tomorrow, breakfast with Kent. Kidding me? I can't wait. It's going to be Optimism Wednesday as though we weren't optimistic enough today. Yow! Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.